Hi, and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks for how to start, grow, and sell your online business. Also take a look at our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more info around how you can make your business better. But for now, here's today's episode. Hi, and welcome to episode 140, how to build a content website from scratch. Okay, so back in episode 134, we touched on how to go about building your own website. That was quite a popular episode, so today I'm going to expand on this a bit more and talk in a bit more detail about the actual steps to go and create your own website from scratch. So whilst we're not going to go into you know, all of the details, I'm going to give you about 10 or so steps that you can take um, as an overview to how to set up your own website. Uh, and then you can do a bit more research under each of those um, headings to find out all the details because there is obviously a lot more detail in it that, and we obviously can't cover that in one episode. Righto, so the first step is to select the platform you're going to build your website on. Okay, now there's plenty of website building platforms these days. Uh, Wix, Weebly, Duda, you know, and the list goes on and on and on. Um we're going to choose WordPress for this um, particular example because it's pretty much the most popular for content websites. Okay, so you can go to WordPress, set up an, a, an account, which is just a free um, you know, account that you set up with your email and a password, and then you can go in and start having a look around that platform. So the next thing you want to do is go and choose a domain name, okay? So obviously an example of that for us is emilyandblair.com. Okay, so whatever your brand is, you want to try and find a domain name that works with your brand. And ideally, it'll be a .com rather than a, you know, um, a .bz or .info or any of the other domain name extensions. You really want to choose the .com because it's the most popular out there and people relate to the .coms. So you can go and get these domain names from a number of websites, uh, Namecheap or GoDaddy are some examples of those. And if you go in there, they normally have on their homepage a search function. So you can um, take a whole lot of options that I'd brainstorm for your brand and, and write out a whole lot of options that you want to search for and see if any of those are available. It's getting harder and harder now because there's so many domains out there that are being taken um, to find, you know, a, a domain that's going to suit your brand. So you might have to think outside the square a little bit uh, to find something that's still available for you to use. Then you can buy that domain name and basically that's um, yours to use until you stop um, needing it and you'll pay a yearly fee to renew that domain name. So from there, you want to go and select a host. So this is basically a host is where your site's going to be stored on. So if you think about it like with a house, the ha your house sits on a property. The host is kind of the property that, and your house is the website. So the host is where the data of your website stored on. And it's quite important because not all hosts are the same. You know, some have packages which... Um, have a lot more space and are a lot quicker so it means it loads your website quicker and that's important for um, search engine results so um, or optimization of search engines so you want to make sure that you've got a, a host which is 
quite fast you know a fast hosting package so don't go for the cheapest what i you normally look at is around a hundred dollars per year for a fast host with good storage space so that's kind of a ballpark for you to look at if you're choosing a host that's 20 bucks per year or something like that it's probably not going to give you the speed that you need to be able to um, look good in the eyes of the search engines so again there's heaps and heaps of hosting companies out there um, we've got some articles on our website about how to choose a host and some recommendations there so you can have a look on our website just search hosting um, when you go to our site and you'll bring up some articles around that. So then what you want to do is go back to your WordPress and you want to select a theme. Now, what's a theme? Well, the theme is the look and the feel of the website. So there's different themes for different websites. So for example, if you've got an e-commerce site, you're going to have a different theme. It's going to be more based around products on the homepage. Um, and it's going to have things that are set up to show products Whereas if it's a content website like we're talking about, you know, it's going to be set up around more like a blog theme. So it's going to be set up to showcase your articles that you're going to load onto the site. So you want to select a theme that suits the type of site that you're doing, like a content site, and also your brand. You know, you might have certain specifics with your brand that you want to show and the a certain theme may better present that. So you can go on to WordPress and have a look through the different themes um, there's lots of plugins that provide you with um, additional themes beyond the standard WordPress ones so again you can go and have a look for those and choose one that's going to suit your website so from there once we're talking about brand what we want to be making sure we do is have a, a specific brand um, and look and feel that you're going to uh, use throughout your site and your products. So, you know, if you haven't got a branding board done for your for your business, I would suggest you go and do that. And so brand isn't just a logo. So don't just think about brand being a logo. It's not a logo and it's not just a name. It's the font. It's the, um, you know, if you've got an icon, it's the colors that you're going to use. You know, there's a whole heap of stuff. It's the messaging. Um, so you want to go, and if, if you don't know what I'm talking about with the branding board, Google search it. There's a few options out there to go and set up a branding board, and they'll walk you through the process of setting up your brand correctly. So once you've done that, you want to use that branding board to set up your website's fonts, colors, and start formatting your header. So that's the bit at the top of the page um, on every page. And it's the footer, so it's the bit at the bottom of the page on every page, and also the sidebar and, and your top menu and things like that. Now, these are the common elements that will flow throughout your site. So your your header, for example, is going to be common on all of your pages. So you want to have your brand theming, your color and everything sorted for that. So that's the first, first sort of thing in terms of adding content to your site. Now, before you, so once you've got that sort of look and feel, you've got your theme, you've got your header, your footer, everything's pretty much set up, ready to go in WordPress. You can then start adding your content to your pages and your posts. But what we want to do first is we want to go and set up an SEO plugin on your WordPress site. Now, what that is, is basically, so WordPress works on a lot of plugins. So if you need um, functionality or features to your site, you can normally go and search 
the plugins um, directory and find a particular plugin that you can download into your WordPress and that will do uh, or load a feature or a service or a, 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 a solution to your site. So one of these is an SEO plugin and we use Rank Math and I definitely would suggest Rank Math to you. Um, what it does is as soon as you load it onto your site and you then go to load a post or a page, it will then give you suggestions um, on the right hand side of what things you can do to that post that will improve your search engine optimization. So it'll give you a score out of 100. And as you do those certain tasks to that particular post or page, the score will go up. And you want to be sitting, I, I like to sit over above 80% um, for anything that we load on our site. So that's definitely something to do at the beginning before you start loading your posts. Once you've done that, I would start setting up those static pages. Now, when I talk about static pages, I mean pages that are kind of uh, the foundational pages that don't change a lot. So that's the sort of your home page, your contact page, um, you know, those sort of terms and conditions pages, your privacy policy. So load all of those up as pages, not posts, okay? And then you can start adding your content as posts. So like your blog articles or your content articles, load those as posts. And that way you've kind of got a delineation between the two, between the static pages and your ongoing content that you keep loading and changing and modifying. Okay, so from there, you want to think about how you want people to use your site, you know, and design it around that. So if you're doing a content site and it's, you know, like it's a blog, then it's important to include a good blog role on your homepage. So when people come to your homepage, they see all of your articles and as a, as a set out, um, you know, laid out. Uh, blog role and in that way it makes the articles easier to access straight from the home page so think about with your site how you want people to use it and obviously that's going to be different from a content site to an e-commerce site you're going to have different things you know like on a content site you're going to have your articles on the home page whereas on an e-commerce site you're going to have probably all of your products or your main products showing on there so that's that's how you can then change your design to suit whatever site you're actually designing. So from there, once you've kind of got your site pretty much set up with your content on there, your static pages, what we normally do is go and set up Google Search Console and also Google Analytics. Okay, now that's the way to link those two services to your site and you add a, a little bit of code to your site to connect the two up. Uh, there's plenty of... Um, uh, good tutorials about how to do that online. So you just need to search for that if you're not sure about how to connect those two up. Once you've got Google Search Console loaded, you want to load your sitemap. So that's basically loading your sitemap is the, the full map of your website and giving it to Google in a file that then it will start indexing your pages. You need your pages to be indexed by Google for your pages to be um, visible within search results. So 
No one's going to come to your site if your pages aren't visible in your search results. So you definitely want to have that site map loaded in Google. And again, um, there's heaps of articles about how to do that and how to load your site map into Google Search Console. Okay, so basically that's it. You've got your site loaded. You've got everything's hosted. You've got your domain name. Everything's working. And then over time, you'll start to get traffic to your site. So once you've got traffic to your site, that's when you want to think about your monetization of it. So that might be advertising or paid downloads, or if it's a content site like we're talking about, um, you may want to do a paywall for readers. So that's putting in an actual a barrier where they have to pay to get access to certain premium content. So it's all about that monetization once you've got the traffic. Um, but that's sort of further down the road once your site's up and running and, as we say, once you've got some traffic coming in. Okay, so this has just been a quick overview of the steps you can follow today to set up your own website. Like we say in most of our episodes, we've got a whole lot of articles on our website that help you get all this stuff set up. So go and have a look at emilyandblair.com and they're all free articles that you can go and have a look at and get your, get your website set up today. If this is all too hard for you and you want to just skip all of this, consider buying a website instead of building one. Go to flipper.com. We recommend them because that's where we buy websites from. And it's one of the world's biggest, largest marketplaces to sell and buy websites. If you're stuck, flick me an email, go to our website, click on the contact page, flick me an email, and I'll come back and get in touch with you. And we can discuss what point you're getting stuck with and talk about some solutions to get going forward. That's all we've got time for in this episode 140, how to build a content website from scratch. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Elevating Business. Make sure to check out our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more tips and tricks for how you can grow and make your business more successful.